Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Queenzing. Weezing. AKA Tanner Greenring. <laughs> Queenzing. Queenzing. That's good. That sounds like a like a wizard in like old <laughs> old school D D or something. Ah, tis I Queenzing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have stumbled into my nefarious labyrinth. <laughs> Solve these riddles three. I'm joined by my co-host, Fjellamoth. Venomoth. I zagged when you thought I was going to zig, huh? Yeah. We've done Venajosh. Yeah, and I, I like Venomoth. I wish I... I mean, this is tough because I got to roleplay, I guess, to stick with the EXP lock. But I'll tell you, not choosing the actual Pokemon that I would have liked to choose for Sweeties <laughs> and Barfs really would have helped me out because yeah. I got by by the skin of my Yellow Country teeth on this leg, but there's trouble ahead. There was trouble last leg, and there's about to be more trouble. Wow, I could like my experience could not be more different from yours. It's like a paradise. I'm breezing through the game on the wings of Mew. I mean, I'm looking at your levels, and I would be concerned. You should be concerned. Oh, I just added a bunch of new people to the team. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about you're going to be in a somewhat relatively similar situation, I think, because of the level checks for the gym battles. What's up next? Sabrina. Right. Well, hers is all 44 too, right? Yeah. I'm looking at half your team is basically oh, about to be ineligible. They're already there. Yeah. Mew already DQ'd itself. Mew can already not be used. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like bragging about the level, but you actually owned yourself. Yeah. I'll have to put away Charizard, but I'll just take out my other Charizard and I'll have to put away Vulpix, but I guess I could just take out my other Vulpix or I could take out Porygon or... Oh, you have a deeper bench than I do. Pretty deep bench, Josh. I've been catching and subtly training every fire type and Barfy and Sweetie and... Oh, yeah. Everything I can find. Actually, I forgot. We've got the um, sea skim now, so I can go to the power plant on this next leg, can't I? Yeah, let's start at the beginning, Joshua. This is a Pokemon podcast. We play through every single Pokemon game, gym by gym, week by week. We are playing through Pokemon Let's Go, Eevee, Let's Go, Pikachu, and my guy is Dorito Doug, and he's on a journey to get every flavor of Dorito, Um, and how that transacts into Pokemon is just like a sort of magical realism thing, like Carlos (laughs) William Carlos. Yeah. Or what's his name? This has been your thing is this guy suddenly. Yeah, because I live in a world of magical realism. William Carlos Williams. You've referenced him at least two, if not three times in the past season. Yeah. Build up your like literary chops for the bug catchers. Because Dorito Doug is finding Doritos via (laughs) Pokemon. And I'm Caprica Six, who believes that everyone is a Cylon and they're all going to get regenerated if and when they die. And something about probably world domination, uh, humanity's children have come home to roost and, uh, you know, something like that. Why are they being so mean to their parents? (laughs) Uh, That's a good question. I think there's some amount of religiosity to it. Yeah. You know, polytheism versus monotheism. Should we hop into rules court? Oh, yeah. You want to bring the court to session already? Let's bring the court to session. We have resolution. I guess this is like minutes from like last session. Yeah. uh, What? You read back the minutes uh, from last session? Yeah. Last session, we uh, put the bug catchers to a challenge to acquire and trade to Josh a Mewtwo. By any means necessary. So that I can actually get some use out of the clause for EXP lock. Josh's favorite Pokemon is Mewtwo, which uh, I was beholden to despite trying to re-roll. But now we have a solution because a number of bug catchers stepped up yep. to offer up their Mewtwo's. Uh, Respete to all of you. But we had to choose first past the post, aka first person who volunteered, which is Spider's Kel. Uh, Bugcatcher, who has also provided many fun facties on the Twitter, if you follow us on Twitter at expsharepod, Kel will also will often provide um, insights into our commentary on Pokemon about their real life equivalents. Yeah, it's really useful. And they've agreed to give you a Mewtwo. Yeah, I love that. I mean, many people agreed to give you a Mewtwo, but Kel won out. I don't know what level it, this is. Mewtwo is. Oh, you're going to love it, Josh. 
You're going to love it. Having a Mew is, has changed my life. Yeah, I'm only... It's like putting the game in easy mode. I'm only saying, based on Koga, Pokemon from trades up to level 60 will obey me, and then depending on uh, what level this Mewtwo is, uh, I may or may not be able to use it sooner than the Unknown Dungeon one. Oh, yeah. Hello, Kel. Welcome. Welcome, Kel. Hi. <laughs> uh, Josh was covering for the time between sending mm-hmm, me sending mm-hmm. the link and you getting on, but then went very long. Vamping. <laughs> so we were both yeah, sitting it... quietly just waiting for Josh to finish. Well, this is our first like live uh, dial-in, like a radio show here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but you've come bearing gifts. Yes, I have. I have a gift. I I have a Mewtwo. <laughs> That is ready to be traded. It's what a delight. It's it's level twenty three. So. Oh yes! Wow. How how is it level twenty three? Okay, it's because when you transfer um Pokemon from Go, it's based off of their like I don't know the exact calculation, but it's like their CP in Go. It's usually like if it's like one thousand, it's like level ten. I think. Wow. I, don't quote me on oh, that. Wow. That's <laughs> but it's like something like that. So it's usually a lot lower of a level than you would get in the game so oh yeah i noticed that on mew's little like mm-hmm. name card this week when i was going through the pokedex it showed their cp level too like cp technically exists in let's go i yeah. think it's just i don't really know like how that like is calculated <laughs> but uh, it works um i can give it i have like i think seven rare candies on this account if you want me to because i know you guys are like above 30 no make now, it work that, for it okay i think i should probably have to work for it this will <laughs> yeah. be probably yeah, the rare. youngest mewtwo i've ever been able to run yeah Gross. yeah it's a little baby what nickname do you want oh, for that wow. since you won't you be get able to choose. change it don't yeah. let him choose yeah i kind of assumed <laughs> you would uh you would choose that, but I can. Well, think. I did. I, I okay. Um, Don't let him choose. Don't even tell him. Just set, pick something and send it over. What would a Mewtwo in the Battlestar Galactica universe be? You should name it. Okay. But I'm also going to be thinking about. Oh gosh. Um. Remember that episode of Battlestar Galactica where one of the Cylon like spaceships had a scar and it was named Scar and it was like really good. That's at pretty hunting cool. Down the other. Yeah. Battlestar pilot. Scar is pretty good. That's pretty good. Because my original. Mewtwo when I was a kid was Pokemon Killer with the PKMN like the wow what a badass wow <laughs> image icons you used to be able to use yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep so Scar would kind of make sense uh, I mean I boxed myself out with as I still am want to do even with all these runs where I like forget to save my favorite characters until later because mm, yeah if mm-hmm. I were doing like favorite characters then like you know it would have been Rosalind yeah but then also. <laughs> Caprica Six probably would have made the most sense for the yeah, Mewtwo I was gonna because say it's like Caprica Six again. Just yeah. to... <laughs> so are you gonna are you gonna do the trade or are you just gonna keep telling us about like Battlestar Galactica lore? Okay, okay. We'll just go with Scar. That works. I love it. Is that what it was called? Yeah, that's a pretty good um, trivia for you if you've only seen it like once that you remembered that memorable episode. Yeah, it was a raider like Starbucks called. Uh, Arch Nemesis. Yeah, like Nemesis. Mm-hmm. That was a bad episode. I think overall that will probably be a skip in the guide that I'm making. I'm only in season <laughs> oh, two, episode <laughs> two right now. That was season two. Episode 15 was Scar. Season two was a bad season, wasn't it? No, I think two is my favorite. Which one has the like baseball episode? Baseball. I thought there was. Oh, Pyramid? Yeah. The colonial game? Yeah. Is that in season three? I don't think so, because Anders is the former pyramid player who Starbuck meets in season two. So probably uh, you, that's you and I there. might have a, a totally different perspective on this entire series, Joshua, because I keep naming what I think are the most like raggedy episodes from the worst season. And you're like, no, that's season two. That's the best season. Well, what are you going to say? Like if <laughs> what if one? Sure. But what are you going to say? Three or four is your favorite? Is three I mean, the one that's uh, where they're like. On the planet. New Caprica's introduced yeah. at the end, the very end in the finale of season two, but it's mostly season three. That one's pretty rough. That one's kind of good, though. Didn't that season win like an Emmy or something? I mean, any of them should have. Like season three is still better than like season four even is better than like 80% of like television, even though it's the weakest season. You know, I still think four is good. Uh, Kel, have you watched Battlestar Galactica? Is this inter- interesting? I actually haven't. No, I mean, this is interesting because I don't I haven't watched it. It's like, like the one like sci-fi thing I haven't really 
experience that all. So that that has been actually a fun part of the season. It's like learning a bit about Battlestar Galactica. Hopefully the banter encourages you uh, <laughs> rather than deters you from watching it. That sounds fun. Should I name the you 2 New Caprica instead? Would that mean? <laughs> no, no. Scar is good. If, if, I get to, if I get any say in it, I think Scar is a good one. Okay. We'll just run with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yes, I'm ready to trade. We can try doing the triple Caterpie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, someone's going to come in and snake it. I've tried doing the triple Caterpie before. And I've it's tried just, it a few times. Too. Like, we need, maybe we need to like set up like a time when people do it. Cause I don't know if there are enough, but like just whatever throughout the day. I mean, like even in the middle of the day, sometimes triple Pikachus don't even work. Yeah. So. I've seen trades with the triple Caterpie be arranged via the subreddit. Oh, so yeah. it's definitely active there, but I don't know that anyone has randomly been able to pull off a trade or battle without scheduling it um what do i is there uh i don't have much to work with here i don't need anything on yeah this <laughs> no worries yeah i'll take a kangaskhan that's fun i did spend the time to catch in a premier ball so it is <laughs> oh. did you know that premier ball is my favorite type of ball too no but this that's just generally like because it, it's like the only like cool ball that's in this game. I like I do a lot of like transferring from Pokemon Go into Let's Go because then you can recatch it in a Premier Ball. Oh, that's which fun. Is, if you just transfer it through home, it can't do that. But it it, it took some time, but it's worth it. It's, it's a Mewtwo. It deserves the oh, you know the prestige. Beautiful, yeah. Oh, what a looker. Let me let me see. Let me see this new baby of yours. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. And now now you can, you can walk around with the Me Too um, hovering ominously behind you. Yeah, I'm excited Ooh. about that. That's cool. It's very impressive and intimidating. Wow, incredible. So you've done Thank it. Thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Happy to assist. That will also improve my um, Sabrina chances quite substantially because I have the Shadow Ball TM. I already mm -hmm. bought it. So uh, yeah, I get that on him. That'll bail me out. All right. Well, Kel... It was an honor. Well, Kel, first of all, also, what what would you like your um your reward to be of any merch? Oh, yeah. Some stickers. Oh, jeez. I, <laughs> I didn't even think about that part. <laughs> You've got pins and keychains. Oh. Well, I think we still have some of those rare pins, don't we? Did you give them yeah. to me, Tanner? I gave some to you, but I still have some too. I will send you some some stickers and uh in one of those pins as well. But thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is great. Nice to meet you guys and everything. Yeah, nice to meet you too. You really too. love the show, so. Thank you. When I was vamping before you came on, uh, we were also complimenting your fun facties that you've given. Oh, yeah. Periodically <laughs> on the Twitter, so I was giving you a shout. Oh, thank you. Often very, very validating. Thanks for uh, for supporting us, and thank you for the Mewtwo. Yeah, you're very welcome. Treat it well. I hope it doesn't die. That <laughs> oh, but can I do the... uh a mess this season. Oh, Don't yeah, I declare can... now? What's that um that mm -hmm. clause? That we yeah, said you put we that could do. In there, the... Shouldn't we know what this is? Oh yeah. Are you declaring it now? The companion clause or whatever? Oh. Damn it, I, I should have done that with Gotta make it oh. Mewtwo. And I and you're supposed to do it as soon as you get the mom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ride and don't die clause. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At any time during your playthrough, you can choose a companion from your available Pokemon. Allowed to be revived and healed at will, but must not leave your party. Oh no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh darn, you can't love that clause. <laughs> a lot of my other clauses that I've elected into have not I think been working out for me. You wrote that clause. If I don't, if I'm not no, mistaken, you did. You did. Like, that was your addition. Ride and don't <laughs> die was you, man. Okay, I think I named it. And it's too late for you to make it your Mew because you're supposed to do it as soon as you get it. I think we said that in the first episode. Honestly, really not worried about it with Mew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> All right, Cal, we have to go talk about our journey. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, have fun. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. So. Uh, this will be out next Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, smell you later. Bye. <laughs> smell you later. <laughs>I have another thing to bring up to the judge. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can we talk about the dupes clause? Because I I feel like it's turned into something that you had absolutely no idea it could be perverted into. Because now that we have the flying machine and the surf machine, yeah, aka the surfboard, like I was just like, okay, I'll just go catch any Pokemon I want anywhere in the world. I went back and looked at my list, and I was like, oh, I have a bunch of like barfies I missed. I should go catch those, and I need to go catch a new Diglett. No problem. I can helicopter right over to Diglett Cave and go inside and catch a Diglett.
Helicopter right over to Lavender Town, pop up into Rock Tunnel, catch a Kangaskhan. It's too easy now. Well, uh, are we interpreting the dupes clause in different ways? Because first of all, I'm pretty sure once you've said it, whether or not you're doing it, I don't know that you can just willy nilly now decide. No, I'm saying the thing you decided at the beginning of the season where you're like, we can go back to any route you want and catch Recatch Pokemon. That's not the dupes clause. Well, that's not whatever we're calling that one. That wasn't anything. That was just like, that's a decision you can make for Nuzlocke's in general. Dupes clause means I can have multiple of the same type of Pokemon. Forget the dupes clause thing. That's two different issues that you would have to bring to the court. I'm not worried about dupes clause. I, I named the wrong thing. Okay. The thing I'm worried about is repeat roots because now it's just, it's, impossibly easy to just go get any Pokemon you want. I mean, literally the only time that I ever did it was to go and get that Nidoran male. I'm doing it all over the fucking place. And then I got a Pikachu also, but that's it. I'm just worried that it's turning into something that you're going to lose control of. Well, it's only you... This is your Cylon. What you mean is you figured out how it could spiral out of control. I didn't do anything to make it spiral out of control. Oh, no, I've done that. I've done that work. Okay, so what we would now be saying is, I'm trying to think of what the legal precedent of this would be. (laughs) Say an assault rifle ban ever actually went through. Uh-huh. I believe, although they would have to do what Australia did, unless they're crazy, you would have to do the uh-huh. buyback program. Sure. But I think you would be able to keep the assault rifles you already had, but going forward, they're banned. <laughs> so now you're worried about it. Now you're worried that I'm going to abuse the system. What I'm worried about is having to revise. I have a, a an upcoming strategy that is based on the fact that I have that Pikachu, is what I would say. I got that Pikachu based on going back to a route I had already done. So I'm trying to just keep the Pikachu. Yeah, I got a whole new team based on that this week. So we're going to say going forward, you cannot go back to routes or areas you've already been to and recapture Pokemon. Okay. But we are going to allow ourselves to keep the Pokemon that we already have from using that that rule. Okay. Is that right? Fine. I'm, I'm glad I scouted the earth for all the Pokemon I, I needed and missed. On my journey. So, so your far. intention was this. You're like, I'm going to take full advantage of this loophole that I figured out. Yes, absolutely. Before telling Josh until we're already recording, and then he can't take advantage of it. And then we're going to also ban that rule. I didn't. Hey. That's what your plan was? I'm just bringing it before the court, sir. In this Kangaskhan court? You're the one who suggested banning it. So crooked. I'm just bringing it before the court. Well, now that I'm seeing what you did, I don't want that to be possible, but I was never going to do what you did. <laughs> I would only yeah, ever but have I done was. it if it was like, oh, there's a side route where I could have got Amon, a.k.a. the Nidoran male that I did. And if I happen to catch one other Pokemon that I already had or that I that was on a route I already been to, then fine. But you specifically extorted it. OK, so now it's banned. <laughs> oh, what a roller coaster. Now it's banned, but we can keep all the, logic. the assault right, weapons we already have, right? <laughs> yeah, we get to have our previously acquired uh, assault rifles. All right. I guess. Fine. Case closed. Court is now out of session. This court is adjourned. So you had to run back to Lavender Town and get the Pokemon flute, something I did last week mistakenly. Uh, yeah. And you presumably took your new little helicopter, or your little balloon car over there, that EV pilots for you. That's right. Because <laughs> you finally got the balloon car. It is actually easy to miss, I think, that there's some like kookaloon guy oh he doesn't just stop outside you? the I game have corner yeah. no you have to talk to him specifically yeah and he's like i got this wacky new thing and it's like a bench with balloons and somehow <laughs> piloted by a pikachu and that Little, like gets you all over the wheel. map <laughs> you can go anywhere with it yeah you can fly right back to lavender town to ascend pokemon tower which both of us had previously already cleared out before we even had the self-scope yeah i have always done that it's since Gen 1, I believe. So it was already done other than freeing the soul of, of the Marowak. Marowak, yep. And then um, getting a Team Rocket off of Mr. Fuji's back. That's right. But it's Jesse and James up here. We make short work of them. They just have their wheezing in Arbok, as always, I think. Yeah. Very quick work, because I will say I ran through Saffron, and I I did visit Mr. Psychic. Yeah, he's still there. Because you did that already. Yeah. So my Alakazam has Psychic now. So none of this poison is any problem. I celebrate you. Then we get the Poke Flute, and we're on our way. So we go down Route 12, of course. We're headed down to Fuchsia 
you know, we've already been through Saffron. We've seen it. We'll come back. Yeah. We'll be ready for uh, Sabrina. And who's the guy next door with the shitty non-gym? Oh, the dojo guy? Yeah. I don't remember his name. He's in there too. It's not Bruno. He's in the Elite Four, right? Yeah. I mean, they're all hacks as far as I'm concerned. But Black Belt Mike? No. One of them is Black Belt Mike, <laughs> Karate Master Koichi. Why is that so funny? We're bombing down Route 12, which is all the um, docks with all the surfers. I mean, uh, all the fishers, fishermen. Yeah. And finally, we find our way to this uh, Snorlax, and the game is like, oh, shit. Well, uh, what, uh... we're going to have to figure out what to do about this wild Pokemon encounter now. <laughs> this like scripted wild Pokemon encounter. Yeah. Because they need to fight it. But also, they need to catch it. So they're like, all right, we'll just go back to the old way. Yeah, like, we have the technology, I guess, actually, uh, how to resolve this situation, but only for these static encounters. Yeah. Because I believe you fight the birds and Mewtwo as well. Yeah, Mr. Fuji, like, comes out of nowhere to warn you. He's like, just by the way, I know you're used to the new mechanic, but for this one battle, you're going to do this mechanic. So you you fight Snorlax, and when you beat him, you go into the... uh, catch screen and it felt good there's a hut here with a confused old man and there's like everyone you talk to is like oh have you heard about the confused old man on route 12 and it's like no i don't know who this man is and he goes out and he's like i don't know who i am you go out there and he's out there like gazing at the sea and he says i don't know who i am do you know who i am when will my husband return from work (laughs) (laughs) and your options are mr gleam or the move move to leader i'm like move to leader oh i chose mr gleam and he said yeah. And he said, oh, here you go, like dazzling gleam TM. I guess you don't really need move deletion anymore because of the uh, secret techniques replacing HMs. Yeah. But um, I still assumed that. and uh, But it doesn't matter. You get boxed into. He's like, no, that doesn't seem right. And then it's, yeah, Mr. Gleam. Was he the move deleter last time? I thought he was like the fisherman. I, I mean, in Gen 1, they didn't they didn't have move deletion. So I think it's a fisherman out here. I think the three fishermen brothers all got kicked out of their homes and they're all standing outside of their homes. And one of the fishermen brothers had this house and it got kicked out by this confused old man. I think, oh, you know who was in here? Wasn't it the good rod? Wasn't it originally? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That good rod. The three fishermen, I think they all got kicked out of their houses because later in Fuchsia <laughs> City, where the super rod guy was, there's a fisherman outside that house. And he's like, ah, like this place has gone to hell or something like that. And when you go into his former house, it's just full of like burly dudes. Hell yeah. I mean, if that's what you're into. It's like the six like buffest dude sprites they can find. It's like, a, <laughs> you know, like a hiker and like a black belt. And <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a real Algonquin round table in there. Yeah. I think these fishermen all got like booted out of their house. Eminent domained. But anyway. And then we're on Route 13. Route 13, if you don't remember it, is that one that like never ends. Is like a little labyrinth. Yeah. And then at the end of the labyrinth is like a big line of people. <laughs> um, and then at the other end of the labyrinth is also another big line of people. Uh, and the nearest Pokemon Center is way back in Lavender Town, but you could always yeah. just fly there. I mean, I did fly back twice, I think. I flew back at the end of Route 12. Going into 13, and then I flew back after 13 also, mostly because I was running out of PP, although there were at least two close calls uh, in this gauntlet. It was close to being like route eight, I would say. But I went through 14 and 15 in a straight shot. Someone did at some point horn drill me this week, but it missed. Oh my God, really? Another horn drill? And I don't remember who it was now. Yeah. And it wasn't a gamer. It was good that it missed because I had Mew out. Ooh, that would have been terrible. Can I declare for Mew now? Can I just do it? You want to grant sanctuary to your Mew? No, but the problem is I can't take it off the team. If anything, I'm going to make the bug catchers decide that. No, I can't do it. I can't do it because I can't take it off the team then and it's always going to be overleveled. That's the drawback, isn't it? Yeah. But I can't even get any psychic Pokemon, especially with our you know removal of that repeat roots thing like... What are my options? Not until like Victory Road, where the hell like it's Jinx and like Mr. Mime, wherever they are. I saw a psychic just earlier today when I was out catching. Who? Staryu. Oh, Staryu. Yeah. 
Well, but I need to be able to surf. So I could put, I could get a star you on the next leg. We can surf. I didn't surf at all this leg. Oh. But I can going forward. I went down just to like grind. Star you would be nice. Especially water psychic. When you're going up against me, fire. Yeah. And isn't ice is not very effective against water, right? Yeah. Um, all right, Josh. Root. I mean, these all bleed together. I didn't... You're fighting all these like punks and like bird catchers and shit. There's like one ace trainer who almost got me in trouble. She like Ooh, she was tough. I know who you're the talking one about. who's I think on the corner of like 14 going into 15 after 13. It's an ace trainer girly. Yeah, she's like. Let me try out these new Pokemon that I traded my friends for. And then she fucking opens up with like a level 43, like Vaporeon or something. I don't know why they're all so overleveled, but like, yeah, they were tough. That Vaporeon like really surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, I had Rosalind the Gloom, the resurrected Gloom up front because I really want to level this thing. And I because I want a Vileplume, obviously. Uh, I can't get Bellawesome, I realize. And I was like, I don't need to pull it out. I'm going to do Mega Drain. I'll be fine. And then she used Aurora Beam. And it was going to be a one hit KO on this fucking Gloom again. But then the Gloom pulled through because she uh, <laughs> you're she so, didn't want me to be sad. You're so abusive to that Gloom. That was my closest one. Yeah, that was a tough battle. I'm trying to figure out what her name was, but she was really tough. And then... At the end of this route is a guardhouse, and previously in the guardhouse was a Professor Oak assistant who would give you the namesake of our show, Experience Share. That's right. But we don't need that anymore. So you approach him, and and you didn't do this, Josh. I know you didn't, because you admitted to me before the episode that you almost didn't make it into the gym because you didn't have 50 kind of Pokemon. No, I didn't know that we were going to have, uh, you need to have 50 different types of Pokemon to get into the gym. So I was jamming on that right before this. Yeah. So obviously I had to make exceptions. I can't use any of them anyway, but I had to just go around and get enough to get through. What do you get? Assistant outfit. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and it looks great. And it's fit check. I could wear that. Gaius needs to wear it. Yeah. It's like a, what is it? A lab coat? Yeah. A little lab coat. Yeah. Gaius is going to have to wear that. Looks cute. A much better prize than experience share, which frankly, I thought I wish I could turn off in this game. Cause it continues to just kill me. It's tough though, because I would be in a lot of trouble you know, I lost ringers in the last leg. So not being able to train up new Mon without the experience share would be also be very bad. But it is causing problems where now we're basically turning into jugglers where like I'm specifically boxing ringers to make sure that I will yeah, be able to like Alakazam, for example, I was like, I have to use it during Koga. Yeah. That's why, like, I'm secretly raising up, like, three extra Mon, because it's like, I just have to, like, swap out my ringers, and then I just, like, fill in the team with whomever, you know? Right. And there's no way to turn off experience here, so everyone just gains levels. Makes the game a lot easier. Maybe too easy. Joshua, welcome to beautiful Fuchsia City. Yeah. It's been transformed. No longer is there a safari zone. Yeah. There's a little, like, park where you can go visit some exotic Pokemon if you want, and you can watch a gruelingly long cutscene <laughs> where Pikachu or Eevee runs around, around and a like bunch of Pokemon frolics yep. with Kangaskhans and, and Growlithes and uh, Chanseys and whatnot. And then you are treated to a big modern new building. They've torn down the old rickety huts from Safari Zone and they've put up this modern architectural wonder that is called Pokemon Go Park and it doesn't work. I tried to do it and it didn't work. I tried like three times. You tried to connect to your Go? Yeah. I've successfully connected to Go. Uh-huh. My DS says, oh, I'm connected to Def Isn't Ditto. And my Def Isn't Ditto account says, I'm connected to your DS on Let's Go Eevee. But when I go in to fill up my box, because that's how you do it, you go in and you're like, I'm going to open my Pokemon Go Park box. Yeah. And then I'm going to suck in a bunch of Pokemon from Let's Go. And they end up in this little park. And then you go into the park like Safari Zone and try to catch the Pokemon that you've imported. I see. And it didn't work. I can't really think of a reason for why. I don't know. It wouldn't work. But it didn't work, so I can't talk about it. So good job, Pokemon Company. Wished it worked. Would have loved to have seen some of these Pokemon come through from my Go account. Yeah, I mean, although confusing implications for EXP lock. (laughs) Yeah, isn't it? Would you count Go Park as an area and therefore you could trade yes. one Pokemon to yourself yes. that is eligible under the other rules. I think you count Go Park as one area and it needs, yes, exactly what you said. Okay. 
Because there's like 30 boxes, you know, like you can import like countless Pokemon. And it's not like Safari Zone where there was only four like areas. Because I think previously we caught in each area. Yeah, we previously in Nuzlocks have said each area is eligible for a catch. No, Pokemon Go Park is its own thing. So if you can get the dang thing to work. One catch. Go for it. But you get to select it. But it does, it has to fulfill all the other requirements. So it has to be your eligible type. But you can go for alternate forms. Yeah. And I wonder if like a Charizard that is a Mega Charizard already in Pokemon Go will come through as a Mega Charizard. And That's interesting. I know that Mega Evolution is in this, but I don't know when it gets triggered. Because in Pokemon Go, you like feed the Pokemon enough candies and it can then Mega Evolve from now on, you know? Right. It's like it has that ability. Well, um, anyway. Give it another shot. I guess I'll- We're going to give it a shot. I'll see what I got on there. I don't know that there's anything worthy. Probably got some cool shit. I don't know. Oh, you know, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? It's like a- Alolan Geodude. That'd be fun. Because that's electric and rock, right? Is it? Oh, because it's got the little nuggets in it. That would be fun. That would, well, I mean, I've got. <laughs> You're just not being creative enough, Josh. You got you to gotta figure out how to bend these rules. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I think I actually do have an Alolan Geodude in Go, so I might try that out. That would help me. See? Give me a little diversification. Now we're having fun. Joshua Fuchsia Jim. Let's talk about it. Okay. What did we bring in there? After this break. Oh. Booyah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Joshua, welcome back. Bye, catchers, welcome back. Welcome back. We are at Fuchsia Gym. Tanner, Alola. Let's talk about the Pokemon that we brought into the gym this week in Level Check. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'm a little bit more intrigued by what you have going on. <sighs> okay. Salsa Verde, Mew, level 45. Yeah. Leveled up during the battle. DQ'd for Sabrina. Oh, Great. so you did get to use it for Koga at least. Okay. Yeah. Nacho, Charizard, level 44. You know, you forget how great Charizard is until you got a Charizard on your team. And then you're like, man, this thing fucking owns. Oh, that's why everybody is obsessed with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My big mistake was not figuring out a way uh, of getting one of the starters onto my team. I could have construed. I've already said, like, Caprica 6 is on the lookout for, like, powerful and, like, aesthetically beautiful Mon, you know? Like, she admires power and beauty. Yeah. I could have figured out fucking Blastoise. I, easily. Powerful. But I didn't. That's on me. You know, I didn't look at the name of my next Pokemon, but I fed Alolan Vulpix uh, Ice Stone, and it turned into Alolan Ninetales. Okay, and you just don't remember what its name I is. I didn't look if it updated its name from Vulpix or Ninetales. I just didn't look. Because <laughs> it was traded to me by an NPC, who, and it came with the name Vulpix. Oh, well then, it's going to stick as Vulpix. Great. <laughs> Isn't that a thing in the anime, too? I can't remember, don't they? No, no, no. They start calling it whatever its evolution is, I think. That is the part that's always confusing to me. Is like I think in reality, if Pokemon were real, would not everyone nickname their Pokemon? Because, like... Yeah. The evolution part gets confusing. The Mon wouldn't know that it went from a Charmeleon to a Charizard. It would still think it was a Charmander. Pokemon anime are cowards and have led a generation astray and away from creativity and beauty yeah. and like true connection with their Pokemon by having all the characters on the show just call their Pokemon by their like Pokemon name. Yeah, it, like you would certainly nickname. You would have to. Yeah. How else could you like fall in love with these things? Yeah, it's you're not like, a true Pokemon player if you don't nickname your Pokemon. How about that? Gatekeeping. This is me and Josh gatekeeping. And that's why you should play an EXP lock because it teaches you how to be creative if you struggle that's with it. That's the phase of like Pokemon influencer we've gotten to now. Oh, we're all haughty and entitled about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not that I am normally. Here's what I do now. 
Joshua, I hop on the back of my balloon car, fly over to Pallet Town. Oh, and this is where. Mom, I got a balloon car. The case for rules court came out of everything you're about to say. (laughs) Yeah. And I said, Mom, I got a balloon car. And she was like, great. And I was like, I also got a surfboard. And she was like, great. And I was like, I'm going to go down to the little route right here Mm -hmm. that you can just surf around and get on. And she was like, okay, have fun. So I did that, caught a tangela. Last call, kebab, which I guess is a Dorito flavor. And what? how is Tangela allowed? It's a barfy. Oh, it's a barfy. Yep. Uh, it's not on the team right now. It is level 39 because I caught it at the last possible route on the map. Yeah, I could see Tangela not being good for the brand, like not brand friendly. Yeah, just nothing. There's no positive brand association there. You know, like, yeah. is it worms? Is it vines? Either way, it's not, not something Doritos. It's like wet, you know? Yeah. And you don't want wet and Doritos in the same sentence. No, that's the equivalent of finding the like the shrimp in your your cinnamon toast crunch. Yep. So that's an honorable mention. Last call kebab, the Tangela. So then jumping back, I got on my balloon car. I said, bye, mom. I'm going to go get on my balloon car. I have to go catch another Diglett. Yeah, I guess so. Like laying right outside Diglett Tunnel in Vermilion City. Pop in there. First Pokemon I see, Diglett. Welcome to the team. Jacked 3D, Diglett. Do you know anything about like Dorito lore? No, I know Doritos 3D. So Doritos 3D is, you know, a little puff of Dorito. It's like a 3D Dorito. It sucks. It's the worst. But people like them. Yeah. And there is a brand of Doritos called Jacked, which is like that they I take the know. flavor powder and they put like 10 times more on. Oh, like Goldfish Blasted or whatever their thing yeah. is? Yeah. So these are jacked 3D, and I'm I'm really can't wait to see how, how far this diglet gets. Me too. Arceus <laughs> speed to that diglet. When does that evolve? 26, I, I don't think? I know. We're at 21 now. I would really keep that thing in the wings <laughs> until it evolves. And then uh, I t- got in my balloon car, went over to Rock Tunnel, popped in from the south entrance. Kangaskhan caught it. Welcome to the team. Mild salt. Kangaskhan. Mild salt. Level 23. Also a barfy, by the way. Mild salt is apparently a flavor in Japan. <laughs> and I think you can kind of figure out what it means or what it would taste like. Well, it's like low, low sodium, but Kangaskhan? Well, here's why. Normal type. Sure, sure. And also, the justification for this barfy Pokemon being on Dorito Doug's team is that Doritos is not like a health conscious brand and it's not popular with moms. No. Heavens no. So this is not like a demographic we're going after is like, you know, young mothers like Kangaskhan. Okay. (laughs) All right. You thought it through. They want something a little better for their kids. Maybe something a little lower in sodium. Mild salt. Yeah. Cheetos puffs, you know? Yep. I don't know. I just got it. And I was like, got to go take on Koga. I'm going to have these three in my team so that they gain gain a bunch of levels during all these battles. Yeah. Sure. And I went and took on Koga. Wow. And then Black Pepper Jack joined me for the battle. That's my my new Vulpix, who's level 38. Regular Vulpix. Where did you get the regular Vulpix? Oh, did you go back and fucking... Route 7. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you cannot be trusted with being able to have repeat routes, clearly. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. You got all these through before the, the court rolled back that rule. More than these. <laughs> I guess. What's Caprica 6 working with? This leg was mostly okay. The Mewtwo is going to save my ass, definitely, for the uh, Silphco and Sabrina adventure. Because I do think that a grunt blocks you from going into the gym. So I think you have to do Silphco first. So that's why the levels are going to be tight. Mm -hmm. So Gaius the Pikachu is level 42. And in fact, I would say even if the grunt is not out front, of the gym. I think it's more interesting to try to like get through Silphco and then do the gym and not level your Pokemon out sure. and still beat Sabrina. My plan for next week is to do Silphco, that bum gym next door. The dojo, yeah. And then Sabrina's gym. And the biking, cycling road. Like go back up that way. Right. I think it's okay to do cycling road and if you want to do power plant. Not as helpful for you, I guess. But I think it's okay to do that stuff after sabrina because that's bonus content i'm gonna go back up uh do i want to go back up that way i don't want to grind out a bunch of pokemon levels do i i can save that whole route for later yeah that would be the argument for also not doing 
power plant yet. Yeah, it's up to whomever is playing the game, whether they want to do power plant and cycling road. They're optional, so I think you can invoke them whenever you want. But we're definitely going to do self-co. Yeah. We're going to boot these nasty people out of here once and for all. Yeah, we got to clean it up. And I'll be cleaning it up with Gaius, the Pikachu is level 42. So almost capped, I boxed Pikachu for part of this. I I often have to box a lot of Pokemon. And then I I had Roslyn the Gloom in, which is an honorable mention. Um, Not in for this gym battle, but uh, level 40 for the Gloom. And then Doc Cottle is now a Nido King, level 42. Mm -hmm. And Starbuck is Nido Queen, level 40. Wow, beautiful. And they... (laughs) What a pair. Yeah, well, I realize it doesn't make sense with the show. It should be Zach Adama uh, for the Nido King, but... um, I know how hard it is. You suggested last week that I rename Porygon, who, by the way, is also in the box and I think is also level 42 or 43. Yeah. That I rename Porygon Doritos 3D, which I thought was a great suggestion. But when I went to go catch that new Diglett this week, I was like, no, this is Doritos 3D. Yeah. I mean, in that case, it is the jacked version, the resurrection. Yeah. Just the way it is, you know? And then we've got Adama, Alakazam, level 42. Mm -hmm. Also partially boxed because I needed to make sure that I could use Alakazam during Koga's gym, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Golbat, the Golbat, level 40. Hate it. Can't be a Crobat useless there and there's and there's no no flying moves and there's no other barfies that we've encountered so far nope wow you really saved all your barfies for late game huh you did this to yourself that was another mistake because the golbat sucks uh i was hoping that gyarados was never going to die and then i would be fine yeah but none of my other ones have been triggered all right and it's a nightmare so i'm stuck with this golbat and it is a fucking albatross around my neck yeah that sucks it's gaining levels, though. Although huh? I suppose if it died and I don't have any other eligible barfs, then wouldn't I not? Sure, but the Lord looks down on on that kind of death, Josh. And then we have a new uh, new entrant to the team, thanks to the that good Rod Claus is Chief the Kingler, level 40. I saw that Kingler out there on like Route 15. That looked, it was a beast. Oh, it was a crabby for me on route 12 I there think. was an overworld kingler on route 15 and it's like huge yeah it i had it following me around once it evolved for a bit because it's like it's you know it does the crab walk sideways which is funny and then it's giant yeah the one claw is like as big as caprica six's entire body it's fine um it was level like 34 and i was like i'll take a watermon like yeah why not sure i'm just waiting for that sweet little poly wag I don't even know where you get him in this game. There's no fishing. Yeah, I don't remember how the encounters work with surfing around. I surfed around a little. All I saw was Star using uh, Toxic Octopus. Okay, so I have a relatively decent chance of being able to get a Star you because I will replace Tentacruel something to get that. Uh, but that's what I got. That's what I went into the gym with. I went into the gym, Joshua, breezed through it. Absolutely no problem. It was Beedrill, uh, Corn Tortilla, Beedrill, and Mew, just kind of trading places, trading blows with one-hitting KOing every single, like, shit trainer in this place. Yeah. The gimmick of Invisible Walls is, like, more apparent than ever. <laughs> They're just like, here's some visible walls. It was trickier than, like, Gen 2, or was it Fire Red Leaf Green, where you could just see... You could just see the walls. The yeah. little imprints. Like it's at least like the, in this one the smoke comes up and then it goes away and you can only tell when the smoke is there. And then I breezed through, got to uh, Koga. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can I say one thing before you get to Koga? Oh, yeah, please. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I want to s- issue a trainer banger for jugglers. Excuse me? I do like it when the trainers have a gimmick other than those gamers last leg. I mean, I still respect it begrudgingly. Yeah. I like it when they have a gimmick that references whatever their name is. And I liked that jugglers, although I don't, it was either that they didn't survive long enough or didn't see the reason to do it now. Maybe they still do it. But I like that previously, at least, the jugglers would swap their Pokemon out all the time because they're juggling. Yeah. But I think what's banging is their outfits. Like, they look great in 3D now. They've got the, like, really wild, like, anime-style hair. 
They've got a cool bandana. Yeah. They've got a cape. They're bisexual kings, I think, the jugglers. Yeah. And that's, I guess, um, I guess that's your newest recruit bisexuals is jugglers. Yeah. So welcome to the that's kind of a cool thing. LGBTQ plus community. Jugglers. Yeah. Into it. Koga. Yeah. He's got a bunch of poison type Pokemon. Everybody in here has got Weezings and Yes. Weezings. A couple of Nidos, Renos, and Renos. I was fighting Koga and I had Beedrill out in the front. Yeah. Corn Tortilla. This thing is just a fucking like soldier, you know? He's going to carry me, like my broken body over like across enemy lines and beat the Elite Four together. I have been hoping that you would have a Beedrill in the Elite Four. I'm not going to lie about that. Absolutely love this thing. Have him wailing on Koga. And Koga's wheezing fucking explodes. Oh, yeah. That happened to me, too. On my Nido King, but it only took it down to like 53 hit points, I think. My corn tortilla was already poisoned, I think, or something. No, maybe not poisoned because I think it's immune to poison, but it had something that was like draining its health. And I wasn't worried about it. Burned, maybe? Because that... Drilling through these things. That wheezing had flamethrower, too. Oh, maybe that was it. But blew up my corn tortilla. Just blew it right out of the sky. Absolutely nothing I could do. Oh no, Tanner, I'm so sorry. So I even prepared a song. That red-eyed bee. Okay. Here I go. R.A.P. Beedrill, rest in petals. Sent to us from Bug Heaven. Sent right back to Bug Heaven by a fucking wheezing. Fuck wheezing. You would not believe the size this big bug before me flies out of its ball and out on the streets. So you better say your prayers. His stinger is humping air. You think he's mid, but how did he make it there? I'd like to see my bee achieve a spot on my E14. It's hard to watch when a wheezing explodes on my fucking bee. But corn tortilla didn't fit the theme. Yeah, I've run a thousand bugs, but none made me feel this love. It's more respect day and less romance. A poison jab on your head. We watch as the toxins spread a random blow. And now my ringer is dead. I'd like to see my bee achieve a spot on my E14. It's hard to watch when a wheezing explodes on my fucking bee. But corn tortilla didn't fit the theme. All right, Joshua. I'm done. Beautiful ballad. Rest in petals, corn tortilla. I like that we both have had bee drills that survived a lot longer than we ever expected in Nuzlocke runs, and we both sang them love songs. Yeah. With my my classic red-eyed bee. Well, I was hoping <laughs> to really find that mega bee drill, you know? Oh, that's right. Mega bee drill is kind of slick. I think it just looks like a bigger bee drill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that brings our kill count to I have four. I'm at four. So we're tied. We're tied on kill count because I managed to not have someone die for the first time this season. <sighs> Rest in petals, corn tortilla. Yeah. So yeah, we lost We lost corn tortilla this week. Uh, I would be more torn up, except this is a lot further than I ever thought they would get. Yeah. And I do have two new barfies kind of waiting in the wings. Yeah, you, you'll be fine. I mean, but, you know, RIP. Yeah. Beedrill, dearly departed. Quickly for me, this was no trouble. The Alakazam has Psychic, and that was my backup, like, you know, nuke, where it's like, yeah. the mucks in particular, I would throw Alakazam out to take care of them quickly because I was fearing either, like, minimize spam or... Oh, yeah, the minimize is the only, like, real yeah, issue. Yeah, I didn't want them to get jacked up, or acid armor. Ugh. But then, most of the time, I was using the Nidos, my literal king and queen, because they had dig, so they were perfect as a tag team. In particular against like the mucks and I mean, pretty much everyone I think had protect the hunters. So I would just use dig 
they would open with protect and then on the next move when they can't use it again i would pop up and then it's usually a one hit ko yeah so this was nothing fortunately well it was nothing for me after he exploded my beedrill but right in that moment it was awfully difficult to handle Let's get out of here, Joshua. Okay. Next week, we're popping back up to take on Sabrina, uh, Koga's Clean daughter. Up the, the seedy underbelly of of Saffron. She's not Koga's daughter. Can I just make up lore like that, though? No, because Koga's daughter is already canon. Because remember in Gen 2? Yeah, I remember. Koga's daughter takes over yeah. his gym. What is Sabrina? Psychic. Psychic. Oh, I really would have liked to have a bug. Although, Beedrill is poison, too, so you've got like a double-edged sword, but yeah. That's why I was concerned, because my team, half of it is susceptible to Psychic. And some of them have Shadow Ball, I think, so Alakazam could be dicey. I mean, it's still not going to be pretty. I'm still pretty concerned about this, even with the Mewtwo. I can't even bring my Mew in. I guess I could. I just couldn't use Psychic. Seems cheap, though. You can't bring the Mew in. Her highest level Pokemon's 44. You can't I know, but our rule is bad guy shit claws. Our rule is you can, you just can't use stab attacks. Oh, Right. But I don't, that feels cheap. I'm going to not abide by bad guy claws. Yeah, that feels cheap because you could just use Shadow Ball and then you're fucking fine. That claw sucks. <laughs> I'm not abiding by it. Yeah, I don't think you should. Yeah, we'll have to box Mew. Sorry, Mew. Joshua, I got to go. Let's go. Onward to Saffron City. Yes. In the meantime, I have been Gweenzing and I'm joined as always by my co-host Fjellamoth. Uh, this has been Experience Share Pokemon Podcast. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and do follow the show everywhere that you follow podcasts and do follow us at EXP Share Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, where you can participate in the trainers of the week, aka level check, compete for being trainer of the season where you eventually get to battle us. And you could also talk about your teams. Most folks on there are playing EXP Lock, which is fun. Thank you, everyone, for continuing to uh, hopefully enjoy it. And also, once again, a respete to uh, Asteroid Era on Twitter. Kel, yeah, who gave me a beautiful Mewtwo. Oh, and you can go to uh, expsharepod.com and you can buy some of that merch that I will be gifting them. Joshua, bug catchers. Alola. Alola and smell you later.